You're recording on top of something else. I'm not. That's a f- 50 seconds. Buddy, it's always it always starts later because the intro counts as time. But we didn't listen to the intro. You want to listen to the intro? No. We're going to go back and listen to the intro. We can. And we are live after listening to the intro. We're live. It's happening. Always. And forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Just got my roof done today, Brian. Did you? Yeah. Was it leaking? Yeah. Looks nice. We went with uh, something graystone gray or blackstone gray. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a nice color. You know, right in between white and black. Right in between red and black. White and black. White and black. Yeah. Graystone black top. Yeah. It looks great. The guys got there early. Just left. Dang. That's a long day. Yeah. It was fucking hot. Well, I felt bad for him. So I got one of my wicker baskets, and I filled it with Gatorades, and I sent Ben out there. I go, Ben, go give this to the, the gentleman. They didn't speak English. So I got to brush up on my Spanish today. Nice. Hola. That's how they say hello. <laughs> Unbelievable. What? The H is silent? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so I had him do that. And then I felt, because again, like it's getting hotter. So I take the boys to the park after I did that and I came back. And I was just getting home from work and I was like, you know what? I still I felt bad. So I made lemonade. So I squeezed up some lemons and. Oh, you. I you made lemonade. lemonade. Yeah, I made like, lemonade. Not just some country time listen, scoops. I'm not going to give them some pre made lemonade. So I gave him some lemonade. And then I made, I had made chicken tacos for dinner. And it's like a slow cooker recipe that like my mom used to use. Okay. And so I'm like sitting there and then I had to make guacamole. So I made that. Then I made some uh, adobo salsa, which is wow. It's like a cheater's salsa because you use like the canned adobos and you sure. blend it all up with the onions sure. and the garlic and all that. Um, and so I, uh, there was leftovers and I was like, honey, should I bring them, um, should I silence my my alerts? Yes, I should. Um, I said, honey, should I should I bring him out some food? Because like I brought him out snacks earlier. I brought him out like bad little bags of chips. Sure. And I was like, oh man, I'm gonna do it. And so I made this little display. I should have taken a picture of it because <laughs> I used one of my nice little like um, not not really a bowl, not really a plate, a blate. Okay. Or plole. Um, and I brought them out some tacos. And then I texted Brian and I said that Brian, I gotta, I gotta ask you if something is racist or not. Because <laughs> I'm like, I didn't intentionally make them tacos. I had just made tacos for dinner. Did you want to share with them to get their approval? Because you know, no, if, if no, they... no, no. Because I even brought them out there and in very broken Spanish, I said, "No bueno, pero yummy." <laughs> they ate it all. They loved the guacamole. Yeah, and then. Anna was like, you know, she's putting the kids to bed, and she's like, can you please wait until the roofers leave? I was like, honey, Brian's waiting for me. He needs me. I have to go. But I waited anyways because I had to, like, sign something. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was out there just making friends, and they were asking me things in Spanish, and I understood, but I was responding in English. They're like, they asked me, can we leave the trailer here till tomorrow with all, like, the scrap material? Yeah. I go, oh, yeah, you can leave it till tomorrow. Mañana? And I say, yeah, yeah, tomorrow's fine. Bueno. <laughs> Está bien. <laughs> that means it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure every listener right now understands Está bien. Well, I don't know. I'm not going to make assumptions like that. I'm not going to do some real fucking left-leaning type shit like that and making those kind of assumptions. <laughs> Speaking of left-leaning, AOC endorsed Biden. Yeah, very subtly. Yeah, basically. Like I didn't. A, I didn't hear. Uh, she went on the the pod pod the pod Save America. Oh, you know, I meant to listen to that interview. Yeah. I haven't. I haven't gotten to it. Yeah. I think people are taking even even my my homies at um, breaking points. I feel like they're really kind of taking advantage of that clip. Not just them. A lot of people because really the clip just said something along. She she was asked if um, you know with the current field. Yeah. Would she endorse Biden? And she said, yeah, I would endorse Biden with who's out there now. Yeah, because the current field is Joe Biden, Kennedy, yeah. and Marianne Williamson. The other two are fucking nut jobs. You know what? I, I, 
I felt really bad. I feel really bad saying this, but like I listened to the the Joe Rogan interview with um, Kennedy. Kennedy. Yeah, and I've also he's been on uh, Breaking Points a couple of times. Breaking Points, I don't have an issue listening to him, but like long format, like Rogan, it starts I, to trickle I'm like, out. I'm like, oh god, I can't, I can't follow your voice, man. I got, I'm sorry. Like, what happened? I need to know what happened to his voice. Oh, I don't know. Me neither. Have you oh, I thought you meant like. The crazy. Oh, same no, thing crazy. with Marianne Williamson. There was like hints of okay progressivism. Yeah, but then in like you just start scratching the surface and you realize yeah. this fool's gold. Yeah, yeah. Kennedy was saying some stuff about vaccinations mm-hmm. that I'm like, part of me is like, yeah, there's probably some truth to that, but I feel like he's really kind of uh, he's kind of gone. Um, I'm not comparing him to, but he's kind of gone Alex Jones on it. Whereas, uh, and I'm going to allude to what we're going to kind of talk about a little bit tonight. Here. Okay. But where Alex Jones wasn't necessarily cuckoo nuts until after he infiltrated the Bohemian Grove. And I feel like, I feel like he, uh, that, that Kennedy found this information about vaccines and then all of a sudden just started fucking drinking the Kool-Aid. I don't know. You know, maybe something's going to come out in the future, Brian. I don't know. Yeah, I think I think with anything, right, it's it's important to not drink the Kool-Aid, no yeah. matter what. I mean, the very phrase, think if, about it, is from Jonestown, right, yeah. where Jim Jones tricked a bunch of people into drinking, drinking Kool-Aid and dying, Kool-Aid, yeah. right? So everything in moderation. <clears throat> poison Kool-Aid in moderation. Hey, hey, <laughs> you get the hiccups if you only drink a sip, okay? You drink uh, the whole glass, you die. I would have a tr- I would have trouble if it were the grape flavored Kool Aid. I would have trouble. I I am not a Kool Aid person. I haven't had it in probably honestly in probably like twenty five years. If it was in an RC cola, I'd drink Brian's six. Fucked. <laughs> Brian's the first. It wouldn't kill me. I would just keep drinking, and they'd be like, "How did this guy not die?" RC powers me. It'd be like a challenge. I'm RC powered. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's like, eh. oh, see these RCs are they're 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 poisoned. Okay, well, let's see how many I can get down yeah. before I die. It's like it's like Kevin Malone in the office with the cupcakes. Like he knows they're laced, yeah. and then he's gonna get sick, and he's like, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, I know what I'm about. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh so Brian, I did go down a rabbit hole. Speaking of drinking the Kool Aid, okay. And you know that I've said this before on air, and I've said this to you multiple times. But I, one of my favorite podcasts to listen to is Conspiracy Theories. Sure. Sure. It's so good. I like it because neither one of the narrators are conspiracy theorists. Oh, okay. So they're just they, so they just investigate right. how the conspiracy theory began. They read they read to you the facts that both sides present and then they rate the conspiracy theory on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 being yeah, it didn't happen and 10 being ultra believable like okay maybe that's what happened and there's some episodes where they don't rate it where it's like it was a conspiracy theory and it was something that ended up being the truth um so they they do a couple of those too but every once in a while they do specials and they are doing one right now um ah, shoot i don't remember what it's for but it's for something that happened in july um and they're talking about the bohemian grove which okay uh, You'll have to explain because I don't know too much about it other than Alex Jones spitting a lot of shit about it when Hillary Clinton was running for president. Yeah. So the bo- so it's called, oh gosh, what's it called? I think it's called like the Bohemian Club. Um, and this has nothing to do with Bohemian Rhapsody. No, Queen. unfortunately not. So Freddie Mercury was not there. He might have been. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm in. I want to make sure it's called the Bohemian Club. Yeah, Bohemian Club. Yeah. Based out of San Francisco. So they, they, the Bohemian Grove is in the Redwoods. So okay. with this, it's, it, they, they were formed back in the 1870s. Um, and okay. so the Bohemian people. Let's set the table. The Civil War has just ended. Boom. Rich people. They gone. Who um, once had slaves and no longer, no longer can. But they still have lots of money. Um, <laughs> well, it, it wasn't quite then what it is now. Um, it well, in some aspects, it was still like wealthy white people. Men, Got it. Men only. Women are not allowed in the Bohemian Club. 
Oh, gentlemen so, only, ladies forbidden. So these golf. <laughs> That's good. Eight out of ten. Thank you. Um, so these rich people watch the way these bohemian people in the United States behave, and they're very free, and they're very um, almost what you can consider like a hipster or a hippie. Okay. Um, more so hipsters, not so much. Or more more so hippies, not yeah. Hipsters. But so you know they form this club. And then it becomes basically the the stomping ground for like the rich elite. So in order to get into the Bohemian Club, there's a twenty five thousand dollar buy in plus your yearly dues. Oh shit! Um, if you are not invited by a current member and you just try to get in, there's a fifteen year wait list to get in while you're still paying your dues. <clears throat> but what they do is they hold these extravagant uh, things. I think it's every July. Um, yeah, because it's a midsummer thing. They're still really into like Shakespeare and stuff like that. Um, uh, and I think their 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 quote is something along the line of like, "Don't spin your webs here." It's from Midsummer's Night, but it's basically like, "Don't do business here," even though they do. So they they host this thing every year. It's a two week bender, and what they do is they go in there and they burn this effigy of like a fake human being. Yeah. Um. Oh, sorry. It was a note to myself. Okay. Cool. 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 Um. A note to myself that I wrote to Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Um, they burn this effigy. They worship this owl god that is this giant. Who? like An owl. <laughs> Good one. That's 10 out of 10 right Wait. there. <laughs> There's an owl in the room. <laughs> Who? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, I'm, of course, I'm going, this is like the footnotes here. Um but uh, or not the footnotes. The what? Did the, what was it back in the day when you didn't re- want to read the book? Footnotes, annotations, no, synopses. No, 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 no. When you would go on the website, Spark Notes. Spark Notes. Thank you. This is the Spark Notes version. I didn't know that because I never did that. I always read the book. <laughs> I thought you meant like academic stuff. No, no, it was the way to cheat your way through academia. Got yeah, it. I didn't. I don't even know how I remembered that there was such a thing. Yeah. Um. They bring this effigy, they worship this owl god, they do these chants, and then they basically go on this like all night party spree after dinner where they drink, they pee wherever they want, um, all over the redwoods. Okay. Um, but they do these lakeside talks. And you'll recognize some of the people that have given these lakeside talks, like uh Colin Powell and George uh Bush Senior, George Bush George W. Bush, um, all these wealthy elite people. Um like Murdoch is another big Rupert one. Murdoch? Okay. Yeah. Um, so like the, the owner of CNN and the owner of Fox have both done it. It's incredible. The names that are on this list. Okay. Um, and the, I'm, I'm listening to this, this, the, the history of it and all that kind of stuff, the buy-in, the types of people that are there, the types of lakeside talk, ironically enough, just before, um, the Manhattan project was started up, there was a world famous physicist that gave the lakeside talk, and next thing you know, there's all this funding for nuclear weapons. Wow. Yeah. Very interesting. Sounds very conspiracy theory ish. Okay. Um, but it, I, ironically enough, my mind didn't follow the conspiracy theories involved with it. My mind went directly to. I should really talk to Brian about this. <laughs> He's going to get upset. No, no. Well, yeah, definitely. That wasn't my intention, though. He watched five people die in a submarine and blamed them and yelled at them. That's accurate. <laughs> you heard it here. Fact-checked. <laughs> um, but I get, just got to thinking, like, first of all, we know this club is real. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I don't know. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. So it, <clears throat> It's a thing, but it's the first two rules of it are, like, literally the first two rules of Fight Club. Got it. You don't talk about the Bohemian Club, and you don't talk about the Bohemian got Club. Got it. There's some really eerie interviews. Some of them were actually on the Alex Jones footage. I think they were mixed in afterwards. Okay. But it's of people. So a majority of the people in this area are employed at the Bohemian Club. And you can actually find a lawsuit um, against the Bohemian Club because they weren't hiring women. Oh, like a discrimination suit? Yeah, yeah, which they lost. Now they hire women, and their response to it was, oh, well, good, now women will still be in their place because the positions that they hire for are in the kitchen. Got it. Um, but most, and, and you know, as you, when you basically get your employment there, you sign a secrecy contract. You're not allowed to talk about it. Interesting. And so some of these interviews with the people that work there or have worked there is 
it it's like something out of a fucking movie, Brian. Where they're like, oh, uh, yeah, uh, I work there. And then when they start asking about, oh, well, what are you about? What about burning the effigy? What about the owl god? What about, the, uh, yeah, I, I don't know anything about that. Dang. It's really, it's, if you want, if you're in the mood for going down, you know, a rabbit hole on something, it's worth. A, Did you just a YouTube like YouTube search. it? Or? I had heard about it before because they talk about it a lot. Bill Clinton brought it up. <clears throat> Not brought it up. Bill Clinton was giving a speech and a guy in the background, you hear him say the Bohemian club. And immediately guards like not jump on him, but grab him sure. and start escorting him out. And Bill Clinton even acknowledges, like, "Oh yeah, that's that club for Republicans who like to pee in the woods." <laughs> it's because it's not very popular for Democratic people. It's it's a big Republican thing. Yeah. Um, but I, I, it just got me thinking about how such a small handful of people really make all of the decisions. And how much power those people with money have. It's interesting you bring it up, and, and this is what I made the note on. And I'll come back to this thought, hopefully. Please. But, like, the idea of exclusivity. Because my mm-hmm. wife and I were talking about, like, dance, travel baseball. Yeah. All these things that have, like, I don't want to call them a racket because I do think there's some good work done. There's some good coaching. There's some good tutoring mm-hmm. or mentoring or, like, all that. So some good comes of it. But the amount of money that is getting spent. Myself included, having, you know, a daughter in, in dance and realizing it's it's expensive and, you know, all that stuff. It, it's really remarkable. But to go back, you know, this is something <clears throat> I always enjoy talking about is, like, the distribution of wealth is so bad, especially in this country. But it's always been bad in this country and around the world. Like, the fact that there are homeless folks on the street and billionaires having multiple yachts is just gross, right? And so I always argue there's only one billionaire I can tolerate, and that's Mark Cuban, right? Mm -hmm. But even he, like, to literally have a billion dollars is morally reprehensible, right? To, To have that much money and hoard it like to get to the billion dollar mark because at a certain point you're making so much money you can't spend it so what do you need it for well to hoard it so you can say i have a billion Mm -hmm. and so you're right the people with all of that money retain their power by using that money as leverage and they take advantage of people in vulnerable positions, no matter what. And so you get people like a Clarence Thomas, mm-hmm. who, you know, we've heard about all of his trips and stuff like this. And now we're now we're hearing about him getting a championship ring from the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. And getting to go on visits and you know, spending a lot of time with Jerry Jones. All the while, Jerry Jones is, you know, an, a, an energy tycoon with oil, big oil out of Texas. Mm-hmm. And how many how many times have energy cases been brought before the Supreme Court? And so you amass this wealth mm-hmm. and then you utilize it to continue building it. Yeah. And it's 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 stupefying like and i don't understand how people don't continue to rebel against it like i have conversations with people and they fight so hard against free education they fight against free you know universal health care they fight against all these things and i get like some of the more nuanced aspects of those conversations but in general, I think we can all agree no one in the richest country in the world should go bankrupt or have to choose not to get a medical procedure. Well, yeah. Well, oh, don't get me started on medical bills. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's a sore subject for me right now. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, but speaking of, um, I'm looking at the list here. Oh, okay. So this is a list that has been, been published. So people have snuck in um, to this thing. And so like they've found a published list, but I mean, you'll recognize, oh, here, let me go to the bees. You'll notice a lot of them. They're all bushes. 
Um, but uh, Joseph Coors, uh, Scalia is on this list. Oh, Antonin Scalia? Yeah. Former Supreme Court Justice? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Kissinger? That guy would... Yeah, he was on the list. How, how do you get both the Nobel Peace Prize and become a war criminal at the same time? Lots of practice. I mean, the travesties that happen in Vietnam, Cambodia, and Laos during his tenure are just... Yeah, I mean, this is the the thing about power. Yeah. And we're, we're, we're watching it firsthand with, like, Donald Trump. Right, who was not invited to be one of the members. He's one of the few presidents that has not been invited to be a member. That's not a surprise. No, not at all. Because he can't keep his fucking mouth shut. Yeah, he'd be talking about it. Um, but T- Teddy but, Roosevelt was part of it, which is a bummer to me. Because like, if you know, I don't think that everything these people are doing. Because there's also a lot of like um, big like brokerage people that are a part of this as well. Oh yeah, it's the rich elite. Yeah, it's just a crazy thing to me, man. Here, you can scroll through if you want. No, I like looking at it. I mean, it's... Uh, hmm. Dick Nixon. Richard Nixon. Yeah. Even after Watergate. I got to see that movie. Oh, with Woody Harrelson? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really want to see that. I haven't yet. I mean, it's just... So some. this is like the list of everyone who's ever been in it, Brian. So some of these people are like old and dead. I don't I don't understand and this is why I brought up exclusivity like holding pushing people out mm-hmm. right you we see it all the time with like in high school like you want to make things more exclusive like your little cliques and your groups and who's popular who's not yeah. and pushing people out we see it in like travel. I, I always look at travel baseball and how much it costs, and like the return on investment is not there, mm-hmm. right? It, you're spending, we'll say, somewhere between three to five thousand dollars a year to go travel baseball, if not more, and then you factor in the cost of the travel and stuff like that, and you're like, this kid's under ten years old. Like they're not that good. Yeah, And if they are that good, it doesn't matter because they're not going to necessarily get better playing against, you know, people who are not at all in the same spectrum of, of talent yet. Right. And so I, I just have this conversation with my wife where I, I just have such a hard time understanding this elitism, this, this exclusivity that is desired by so many people when we realize like inclusivity is so much more beneficial to the world around us, to ourselves, like our progress, like the, we talked about with like affirmative action and like all these different things. And like these measures of being more inclusive diversification, Mm -hmm. it's all good. And yet here we are still fighting to this day where this Bohemian club or whatever, I'm looking through this list right now. She's like, you can click on it or hover over like the name and it'll tell you. It's just like a uh, rich lawyer. Uh, this guy was a business. It just says businessman and political leader. Uh, president of United Airlines. One of the, the founders of Hewlett Packard. Uh, was it Hewlett or Packard? Packard. Okay. I mean, if I, I bet you if I went to H's, he would be up here too. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I, I don't like the idea of it, it's it's you know what you know what it's like. This is what it must have felt like to be Aaron Burr. Sir, he just wanted to be in the room where it happened. You know, which by the way, if anybody from the Bohemian Club is listening, like. I'd love a tour. I think there's some truth to that. I think they could afford to fly me out there. I think there's some truth to that with wanting to be in the room where it happens. Like I I think of even my own like work life. I Mm want to, I want to be in the room where decisions are being made. And sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not right. Most of the time I'm not the big decisions, right? I'm not that high up yet. And so I think there's a desire to be in the room where it happens 
but I don't want to shut the door on others. Like mm-hmm. I want to get into the room where it happens so I can help others get there too. Well, they do help other people get there too. Other rich white people. <laughs> and Colin Powell. <laughs> Colin Powell was a very well-respected man. He's probably the reason I voted for George Bush. You know, I was in. I, speaking of being so, the, fuck it, you, Colin. No, speaking Colin of being in the room where it happened, I was actually in the same room as Colin Powell. Really? Yeah, he gave a speech at Willow Creek during really? the, during the leadership conference. Wow! And you were there. I was there. I said, "Hey." <laughs> I was in the same building as Joe Biden, but they didn't let me come down. Yeah, that was a real dick move on the Secret Service's behalf. I I really feel jo- listen, if I was Joey, just give, I would, if I was just given the chance, yeah, I, I could have been the I could Dude, have been the Secretary is, of State. His mind is slipping. Like he definitely would have followed you here to do a podcast. I think. Did you see? <laughs> did you see the amount of flack he's getting for going to the beach? Yeah, I don't give a shit about any of that. I hate that shit. Yeah, and like. That's like the AOC thing to me. It's like, I don't give a shit if she wants to endorse Joe Biden. Like, everyone's pegging it as like, oh, she's she's falling into it. She's just part of the problem. Now. Not part of the problem. She's just going with the status quo now. Yeah, she's one of the, she's no longer a progressive because she's backing Joe Biden. Yeah. I mean, listen, if... Maybe that's the case, but I'm going to need to see more evidence than that. Yeah, I think if... I, I And I'm her harshest critic. She won't bartend against me. I think if Bernie Sanders were to truly go for it and well, she might even discount him because of his age. Like at this point we need probably to be moving on from octogenarians, but (laughs) that in mind, I think she, she doesn't have an option. It's not like the Republican party right now Mm -hmm. has a lot of options. In my opinion, not a single one that is good. But they have a lot of options, and they are very, very different. Like, yes, Trump and DeSantis are the same, but you have you have Haley, you know, a, a female from South Carolina. You have, you know, Tim Scott. You have <clears throat> you have Chris Christie. You know, Chris Christie, fifteen, twenty years ago, would have been considered a really good, a really good candidate. Mm-hmm. But he would still have to work and operate out of. Out of the Republican Party, which, you know, the Republican Party has that Freedom Caucus mm-hmm. that voted Marjorie Taylor Greene out because she's not she was she's not like loyal enough. Yeah. Like she's not crazy enough to be in that caucus. Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's fucked up. The one with Bo Burton Gates and all that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar. <laughs> I can't believe she's no longer a part of that caucus. I think that they're kind of I mean, they're most definitely a thorn in the Republican Party's side. Um I mean, to be cast away from that. I, dude, she scares me. Her and Bobert scared me for two different reasons. Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, like, she's the kind of person who, like, she would definitely shoot somebody. Like, on purpose. We're not talking manslaughter. We're talking first degree. Bobert is somebody that scares me not because of who she is, but because, like, she has a gun, and I just don't think that she's safe with it. And like, she'd like show it to somebody and accidentally pull the trigger. I think she's the type. And here's that w- how it works. I think she, I think she's the type that would Marjorie get Taylor Mary, Marjorie Taylor Green would shoot you, and then like Marjorie ah, Taylor actually, I can't Marjorie Taylor here. Green is the would be the type that would shoot you if she if she wanted to. Bobert yeah. would use it as like don't come any closer and then accidentally shoot you without really intending to because she's scared and she's not as tough as she likes to proclaim that said getting back to it um i i i think there are issues what i sent you a message now oh something i think there are issues that are uncovered by looking at this conspiracy theory and i think the more people study and read Mm -hmm. i was i was watching this tiktok of a woman and she was kind of getting some shit because she 
was a very staunch conservative, religious, almost, you know, like self-proclaimed, like radical religious. And, you know, COVID happened and she read a lot. And the more educated she got on something, the more she realized, like, for her, that wasn't the answer. And I think there's a lot to be said about that. Like, the more you study things, and I'm not saying, like, deep dive into some conspiracy th- like don't don't go listen to Alec Jones but but read read mm-hmm. articles read books and look at the research of things and <clears throat> look at the historical patterns in America and you, you see things happening again and again mm-hmm. because you know human behavior is we are wired to behave a certain way and so there's these ebbs and flows where we push back or we take it. We push back and then we take it. And so I, I feel as though the ultra-rich know how to manage those ebbs and flows. Like right now, people should be very, very upset. We see it in France. It's funny. I have, I have a colleague uh, from work who is you know, from France. And we talk about it, and he's like, yeah, you know, that's just what we do. We, we we don't like something, we take it to the streets. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, that used to be America. That used to be democracy. That's used, That used to be how stuff gets got done, right? Yeah. That's how the civil rights movement happened. That's how women's suffrage happened. That's, you know, even, even the Black Lives Matter movement, it was like taking it to the streets. And, you know, we have this in us, and we just don't really know where to point it right it's the same thing with january 6th i I talk about it like i understand the rage Mm -hmm. it was just misdirected and manipulated in a way that was not beneficial yeah like that's the rage of the poor people saying the government isn't supporting them well yeah donald trump isn't the fucking answer but the government isn't doing its job dude if Donner, if Donald Trump, Trump can't even talk. If Donald Trump was a wrestler, his like nickname would be the answer or the truth. <laughs> Brian just read his text message. <laughs> it's not far off though, buddy. <laughs> this is going to be a new occurrence where I uh, have something wildly inappropriate to say, and instead of saying it, I just texted to Brian while we're talking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was a good one. Not as good as last week's. What do you mean? Last week when I uh, I sent you the text message when we were recording. Which, by the way, if you have not listened to our last episode, um, oh, was the six the, to three. Yeah, six to three. That was a good episode. It was. I have fun every time we record an episode. That one was a really a blast. Yeah, this one's me. this one's fine, but that one was really good. That one was great. Yeah, and it was fun. It, yeah, it was just fun. It reminded me of the days when we used to like, you know, back before my life got really crazy, and uh, when we used to every Sunday eat pizza and wings yeah. and record. That was like, yeah, I miss that. Yeah, that was that, that was soon. pandemic production. Which I've gotten a couple of requests to do another hot ones. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah. So. We'll yeah, I've been I've been watching some of them, and every time I watch them, Mike. How, like, Jenna Ortega, like, how is she handling this so well? Or Lord, or whomever. And then I see Louis Capaldi. And <laughs> I'm like, so okay, funny. okay, I feel better. Like, it, I just He's... have a very sophisticated palate where it, it feels the burn better than others. That's all. Yeah. You know, speaking of Louis Capaldi, I think that, you know, I know that he's struggling. He's taking some time off from music right now because of, <clears throat> you know, his Tourette's. Um, he should just get into comedy. Yeah. He's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yes. And this whole thing that he has against Ed Sheeran, not Brilliant. really, it's yeah. pretend, but Brilliant. like, boy, is it just so humorous. It yeah. just, yeah. He cracks me up when he's talking about his own album, like live on like some morning show. And he's like, oh, it's absolute shit. Like, it's the worst thing I've ever done. Like, you know what I mean? It's just, um, he, he goes, it's awful. And they say, well, why, why are you selling out arenas then? Oh, it's raw sex appeal. Yeah. <laughs> like, just beautiful. <laughs> I think I <clears throat> I appreciate people that are both like 
just naturally funny, but then mm-hmm. there's also the people that work at it and whatever it may be. I was, I of course saw a TikTok and it was talking, it was a comedian talking about Mitch Hedberg. Oh God, now, he was good. For some of our younger listeners, you yeah. might not know Mitch Hedberg. Go back and listen to him. He was a one line master. He was incredible, but the guy was saying like, he was just being himself a lot yeah. because so the story goes that they go to a hotel and it's a nicer hotel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and Mitch Heberg didn't like credit cards, didn't have nope. any credit cards. He was loaded Yeah, towards the end of his life before, you know, his tragic death. He, he would keep tons of cash. And mm-hmm. so he goes to this hotel and he pays in cash. And the guy's like, no, sorry, sir. I need a credit card because hotels want to, yeah. you know, have it as a liability in case you right. destroy the room or whatever. Well, Mitch Hedberg is like, <clears throat> no, I'll I'll give you ten times what it's worth in cash, like, yeah, and then you can give it back to me, whatever. He's like, no, sir. You need a credit card. He's like, a credit card is impersonating this. Yeah, this is cash. Yeah, that's like <laughs> me being in a room with Frank Sinatra, but we hired a Frank Sinatra impersonator and saying, no, Frank, you can't sing. We have an impersonator. <laughs> And it's I, like he wasn't yeah, doing I, a I like bit. how you're doing it with his like his the like cadence. Yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't I didn't full commit, but Yeah. I think there's a beauty into like some people are just God. funny beca- because they see the world so differently. Yeah. Like you see you know some of these comedians now are like, you know, they're autistic or yeah. like a uh, I don't know if he's autistic, but he seems it, but Mike Br- uh Brigbilia Anyways, <clears throat> he has a stand-up comedy. I don't know if he is. He's he played someone that's autistic on Billions, so I I guess maybe I conflate yeah. the two. But people that just see the world differently. There's another one, Neil something, Neil Brennan. Neil Brennan sees the world differently, and it's yeah. just really remarkable. Yeah. And there's other people that are really funny, you know, like an Anthony Jeselnik who knows how to deliver punchlines and throw people off. And yeah. are smart in that funny way, but like certain people are now just seeing the world different and mm. and sharing their perspective, and I yeah. think that's really fun and marvelous to me. But I saw that thing with Mitch Hedberg today, yeah. and it just made me laugh so hard. Oh god, he's it's it's kind of like Chris Stefano, where Chris Stefano, I think he's just like kind of like he's got a nervous energy about yeah. him that is very funny. Yeah. Um. I'm looking. I was looking at Mitch Hedberg's or like you know lines. Uh, what's what's his name? That he got really big for a while. Sebastian Maniscalco. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, he wasn't the funniest. I thought he was really good in certain ways, but his upbringing was where he rooted his whole comedy shtick in, and it, it was brilliant. You know, it's just that Italian family and yeah, stuff like that, yeah. and it just worked. Go yeah. ahead. What do you got? <laughs> this is Mitch Hedberg line. I've heard this one. I saw a commercial on late night TV that said, forget everything you know about slipcovers. So I did. It was a low, it was a load off my mind. Then the commercial tried to sell me slipcovers and I didn't know what they were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, when I'm editing this episode, I am most definitely going to watch one of his standups. He was he had a similar he had a similar style to like Rodney Dangerfield where it was one line that's the joke no build up no yep. nothing, yep just go go rapid fire yeah. and then he would like talk yeah and you're like all right I don't know if this is a bit anymore or if this is a joke and yeah he wasn't even joking but at that time you're so <laughs> unraveled and yeah. joke after joke after yeah. joke you just everything's funny you, you know when you uh, you're <clears throat> Having one of those really good conversations where you mm-hmm. just start laughing with a friend, you you can't stop laughing, and then you're laughing at the fact that you're laughing. Think, yeah, that's what he did at his comedy special. Yeah. It's like you just start laughing, you forgot every yeah. fucking joke at that point, but you're just like happy. Yeah, he he had that line too, where he's like, um, you know, people always tell me that you can't please everyone, and last night everyone was at my show. <laughs> <laughs> I could read these all day. This is like, yeah, this would, uh, I'm not going to, I'm actually going to click off the screen because I'll just keep reading them. It's one like, as a boy, I had a, as, as a boy, I had a paper route. I had to go to 2000 houses or two dumpsters. 
Oh, remember when the bat attacked us last week? Yeah. I was thinking about it didn't, that. It visited us. See, it's yeah, all about true. perspective, Kevin. That's true, man. That glass is half full for sure. Yeah. 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 You just wanted to say hi. Yeah. Drop in. Yeah. He or she did. I didn't have time to look they at it. I didn't have time to look at its genitalia and find out, you know what I mean? Correct. <laughs> so I'm sticking with it. <laughs> so anyways, rich people. Yeah, I can't live with them, can't kill them, all right? <laughs> It's a line that my dad used to say about like women. Yeah. Any, anytime my mom would say something my dad didn't like, he just went, uh, Kev, women can't live with them, can't kill them. And I was like, Jesus, man. <laughs> I mean, but I laughed, you know. Solomon um, underwater expedition. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Honey, listen, it's the chance of a lifetime. <laughs> okay, you're going to go see where fucking Rose could have ended up but jack did because rose wouldn't share i okay so everyone says both would have fit on the door no because cameron paid um like a, a company a third-party company to investigate it to see if it would have worked it wouldn't have because he got so sick and tired of it which he should have wait didn't the mythbusters prove that you could have i don't know i can't remember there's no way i just refuse to believe it like <clears throat> That's just not how it works. Like, she you're putting more fucking, weight. Yeah, she should have just gone down with him. Listen, they were in love, man. But she survived and told the story. Dude, fuck the story. Be with the one that you love. Listen, Rose. It wasn't very fucking flower-like of you. I mean, at that age? She was young. Yeah. So? Die young? Oh, so she's just going to let him die young? He's he poor. Was poor. Yeah, back to the fucking rich people. Right. She was rich. She's like, fuck it, this is my door. <laughs> right. She paid oh. for it. He got on by gambling. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, I'm keeping my giant-ass necklace too, bitch. <laughs> but that's how rich and privileged she is. She can just throw it off the boat at she's the end. Like, bye. The heart of the sea, my ass. Fucking rich people. Stealing all the doors and having secret meetings in the woods. I haven't watched Titanic in so long. We should watch it together. We could we could do that. We could do. A, you want to do it? You want to have a sleepover? We could. I was gonna say we could do a live stream of watching just like movies that everyone has seen, so it's not like spoiling anything. Yeah. And just give our commentary. You They're know, like the mystery theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, science mystery theater. Yeah. 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 Love those. I never really watched them. My dad used to, and so I did. Yeah, and like I would, they would, they would crack me up. Yeah, that's probably partially why I am the way I am when I'm watching movies. Because are I you d- a talker? Not anymore. Not anymore. But like, dude, see now if I'm with like if I'm with you and it's a movie that you and I have both seen, okay. I'm definitely going to cool. say some yeah. shit. But yeah. if it's the first time me seeing a movie, I don't. Anna will actually do it more. Anna does it during scary movies. We were just watching that Megan movie. Oh yeah, how was that? It was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah? Couple yeah. of good jump scares and shit. Not even that. It's just like it, it was um it's perfect timing with AI and everything like that. Oh, um, cool. But uh there's like a there's a robot in it and like, you know and listen, I do this in my head where I'm like, Yep, that's gonna be the thing that saves the day. Anna just said it out loud. And I was like, Yeah, I know that, sweetheart, but fucking chill, okay? Movie's going. I and you're gonna fall asleep before the movie's I, over, so I do call out some things as they're about to happen. Yeah. Not if I've seen it. Yeah, because if there you are, haven't seen it, it's an educated guess. Right, yeah. But there are times where Noelle and I will be watching a movie for the first time, and, I, mm-hmm. and I've gotten really good at predicting or you know reading the, the tea leaves, if you will. Yeah. So she'll ask me about what's happening. Yeah. She's like, so is he is he the killer? I'm like, I think so. I don't know. You're not alone. But like, we're talking about it and like, we're missing key details. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, Noelle, I haven't seen it. I need need to watch in order to determine. Has she ever asked you something at a time where like you really wanted to respond in one way and you couldn't because your children were present or your your child? Because Anna did that today. We were watching Ben showing me this clip of like, 
this guy, he was on Britain's Got Talent, and he sings Wrecking Ball by Miley Cyrus, but okay. he sings it as different characters, like Stewie Griffin and oh, like Morgan okay. Freeman and all that stuff. And so it's like, here's the show, Britain's Got Talent. I understand that people from other countries come. This guy is talking in a full-fledged British accent, not like he's from fucking, you know, um, oh, shoot, there's the part of England where they sound like they're almost Irish. Essex. No, no, they just sound pretentious. Um, <laughs> Wales. Hey, I don't know. I'll find out for you. I'll get back to you. Scotland. <laughs> That's I am William Wallace. <laughs> Dude. Freedom. Freedom. <laughs> My great-grandmother always used to tell me that we were related to not William Wallace, but Sir Walter the Bruce, the one that fucked William Wallace, basically. <laughs> I mean. And I'm like, mm, yeah, Grandma Charlie, leave that shit out. But anyways, no way. On, on, no on, way. I would be so proud to be Robert the Bruce. Dude. And so we're, they named a beer after him. Um, so and a Jim Carrey movie, Bruce Almighty. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, definitely that was named after him. <laughs> I fact checked that just now. Oh, oh yeah, Google says it is. <laughs> so, okay, so Anna, so, so Anna Anna asks me, wait, so is he British? And I just looked at her. And instead of being like, well, based on that fucking accent, I'd say so. <laughs> it was just like, yeah, I think so, sweetie. <laughs> Honey, I'm not teasing you, by the way, when you listen to this episode. Uh, just, you know, having a little laugh at your expense, for which I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think those moments are great. But I love you deeply. I... We One of these days we're going to have an episode where we just talk about our wives and then we don't ever put it out. <laughs> Because we want them to put out. Yeah. 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 And I mean, you know, not yell at us. <laughs> mm-hmm. My sweet little wife. Anna is so precious and she's so sweet and, and, and she is. But like she, that's what she puts on when people are around. I'm just telling you right now, that girl, I've seen her throw a fucking axe. Yeah. Not at me. We were at an axe throwing place. So it was appropriate, but... If she ever had an axe in her hand, I would definitely never make her mad. She's vicious. I've never had thrown. I've never had something thrown directly at me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but in my direction. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And that was funny. Like we laughed about it because a water bottle hit a lamp. Okay, yeah. And it was a lamp that she had just bought, and we were kind of fighting about spending. <laughs> Dude, that'll cut through the tension yeah. like a fucking hot knife through butter. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. I wish I could have been there for that. Yeah. No. My, you know, I really marvel at, like, I, I don't know if you ever take time to reflect, but if you don't, you should. I'm guessing you do. About the development of your relationship and how you got here. Yeah. And there's still there's still a lot of growing to do, I'm sure. I'm both oh, parts and together. Yeah. But like the the insignificant significant fights that happen. Like yeah. looking back, you can be like, Well, that was fucking dumb. Yeah. Like letting that go yeah. and realizing it's a blip in the radar, which now prepares you better for either real fights or things the that not real be fights. Fight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Anna and I had a moment today. Um, you know, we were far enough into our, our relationship and our marriage, for that matter. We're like, we've just about seen it all. Like, I've seen her give birth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And all that goes with it. Um, But, like, you know, I really enjoy my pooping time during the day. Hell yes. I really do. It's my time, and I usually I save it up. Like, I'm fucking saving money. I save up my pooping time for, like, you know, 20 minutes after she gets home from work. Because that way she has time to decompress. And mm-hmm. then I'm like, I'm going to probably go take a 15-minute shit right now. Yeah. And today, I was busy doing a bunch of other stuff. I got a little late start. I went downstairs in the bathroom, in our basement bathroom, for anybody who ever comes over to my house. There's no lock on it currently. It's a sliding door. It's what do they call it. It's an in-wall door. Yeah. Um, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll hear on it coming down. Like, I'm gonna leave the door open. I just gotta poop real. This is a fast poop. Okay. You know what I mean? Like for a second, I thought this was going a whole different route of decompression. 
Oh, no. <laughs> like, I got to make sure I hear her coming down the stairs. Yes. <laughs> Like, oh, I've been there, but like, (laughs) that's not something I'm going to share on the air. Um, but, um, I just left the door open as I was pooping and, um, she comes downstairs and she goes, Kevin. And I hear Charlie coming to Dada, Dada, hi, Dada. Oh, the most endearing thing. (laughs) And so I hear him coming and I go, honey, I'm going to the bathroom. Which, to, which was the signal, like, hey, just want to let you I know, just, this is my time. Not even that, just like, uh, I'm sure you don't want to see this. <laughs> um, and she fucking comes around the corner, and the look of horror on her face—it wasn't even horror. It was like she did not expect this. She thought I was peeing because I pee with the door open all the time. Okay. Because like, what's the point? Okay. You know what I mean? <clears throat> and just she, like she was embarrassed but for me even though i wasn't embarrassed yeah she was like how dare you oh my god oh my god i'm so sorry i was like i don't care so what's up (laughs) like oh god but i just like that's one of those moments now that like that's locked away in the old memory bank the first time she walked on me going poop oh yeah i i I walked on and the funny thing is i walked in on her but she was probably embarrassed whereas like i don't care yeah like i know you're doing it well, when my wife goes to the bathroom, I always threaten to try and go at the same time. Do I've never done it, yeah. but I always want to just to test my aim. Okay. I'm like, hey, just just open just a little bit. Yeah, it's fine. I'll make I'll, it. I'll, I'll make do it. it. And it doesn't matter. If I, I wouldn't. I, mean, I would definitely I, hit. I would definitely I, hit. Yeah, but if you hit, there's pee coming out of that area anyways. No, I would. I would probably... You know, hit a belly button or something. <laughs> I sit to pee all the time now, so I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm just using a shotgun at this point. <laughs> oh god, that's good. <laughs> but she looks like. God, don't you guys have a second bathroom upstairs? Yeah. So there's no threat. No, I want to just try it. <laughs> I believe in myself probably more than I should with a lot of things. I wonder if Anna would let me try. I'm going to go with a hard no on that one. Yeah, no. I You'd don't have think... to have a really special kind of mate where they're like, this is like Deadpool. I think this kind is... Kind of like, you know, Deadpool's wife. I think my wife is pretty close to that. I think she's just not a fucking moron. I think Noelle would let you do it. I think eventually she might. I'll ask for you. No, she, I mean... <laughs> She's in any kind of state that she was Friday night, then yeah, I probably would get away oh with it. Oh my gosh. What a blast. Yeah, it was a good time. What a blast. When you were like, oh yeah, I'm going back to Dito's, I'm like, I'm not. Yeah, I... <laughs> Fairly well. I, w- I-, I went to River Street originally just to get a salad. Did you get, even get a salad? No, because the kitchen was closed. But then like Maria had ordered me a drink, so I was like, well, I'll have my drink. And then, you know, Brian's like, please, baby, come see me. I miss you. And I was like, fine, Brian. I can't find you. I'm in the back, waiting for you in the shadows. <laughs> I mean, if you said that, I'd be like, I'm in. I'll find those shadows. God damn. No, it was a good time. But <clears throat> to go back to bathroom mate humor, I have never been shy Mm-mm. about using the bathroom. Like, the door's wide open. I don't yeah. care. Noelle doesn't want to come in. No. Unless I do, like, she, like, she'll yell at me, like, courtesy flush before she comes in. Yeah. And then she'll do whatever she has to do. Yeah. I I think it it has put Nora in a position of not realizing it's not normal to be like that. Yeah. But I kind of like that. Like, just be open. And, like, Dude. so she, she, she'll just be scrolling, playing, playing her Roblox on the toilet, yeah. you know? Hey, Dad. Door wide open. And That's my I'm voice. like, well, I got to use the bathroom. She's like, I'm pooping right now. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I I need to I need to go, and you're just playing Roblox. It's like you just scroll TikTok sometimes. <laughs> you know what? Nora? I'm going to go upstairs where there's not a bidet, and I'm going to yeah. be miserable the rest of the night until I can take a shower. <laughs> because wiping your ass is gross. Oh, 100 percent. Like you have to do it. Yeah, and I get it. Yeah, but like, I, it's funny. I saw well, we're not all rich, Brian. <laughs> Speaking of. Having a bidet, going on a Titan expedition. 
Nah. About the same. Brian's got the bidet. Next step, 25 large, going to the fucking Bohemian Club. Waiting on the waiting list. 15 years, man. Well, Dude, you'll still be young. 12 and a half. Mm. I've already been on it for two and a half years. That's my boy. Dude, then you could let me in. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't let you in. You'd have to earn your way in. Oh, I'll earn every bit of my way in. <laughs> <laughs> like you wouldn't believe, baby. <laughs> This is an incredibly awkward episode. Speaking of awkwardness, and you were talking about like how you've never been awkward about pooping. Wait, wait, wait. Go back. I, hold on. I was. I saw, you know, Smartless is a podcast I really like. It's with Jason mm-hmm. Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes. Mm-hmm. And then they did this tour where, you know, they were interviewing people, but like on stage for, like they interviewed Matt Damon on stage in yeah. front of an audience and stuff like that. But they had like a behind the scenes of them traveling together and like the conversations that they were having. Yeah. And like... Jason Bateman is a little much for me. Not, I think his humor is hilarious, but like he's a little OCD about certain things. Mm-hmm. But the pooping thing really got me. Yeah, and I was like, it is really disgusting. So like, I'm a, I like always poo before going in the shower, because then you can like clean. Yeah, I agree with that 100. Like I, I don't understand. Yeah, why people poo and don't end up cleaning like themselves yeah i mean and so like a bidet a bidet a bidet even a baby wipe it's just not good enough i understand listen again we're not all rich a a bidet dude dude bidets are like 29 bucks i kid you not not all of us can throw around 29 dollars brian this is the guy who has a new roof Thanks, insurance. Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy that can afford insurance. Uh, you have to have it as a homeowner. <laughs> they haven't taken away from me yet. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. If you're listening, I have homeowner's insurance. Um, but I, I used to like be weird about pooping. Um, and then like high school came around, and I was on cross country, and um, there we we started this group. Um, called the poo crew because like you always got to poo before your your race because like you don't want to have to poo in the middle of it so we would always try to get it out ahead of time and we would all go into the stalls next to each other and we would poop and there was you know five or six of us that would do it did you play battle shits no we didn't we were actually very respectful oh like like you would tell each other wiping so that everyone would look away that's the only time that you wouldn't make eye contact was during wiping. Wait, hold on. Were you all in the same stall? What no, the no, fuck no, no. is happening? Well, not not no, no, no. What do you mean? We were not. We were not. Let me finish my <laughs> let me finish my story. So, at Veterans Acres, it was my favorite course. It's also ranked like I think second hardest in the state of Illinois. Okay. Because it's so many hills in Veterans Acres and Crystal Lake, and um, there were toilets there, but there were no stalls. So there was like five toilets in a line. No oh, stalls. Oh, interesting. And I used to absolutely, this is over at when I overcame my fear of like pooping, you know, around people. Yeah. Um, and it would be like five of us all in our jerseys, like pooping. And if anybody, else, but if anybody else came in, there'd be people from other teams that would come in and like try to go to the bathroom before there is. And they would just see all of us and we wouldn't say anything. We would just look up. <laughs> all at the same time. Not a word. Oh, love it. Dude, cross country is a different beast. I yeah. did it for one year. I think that cross country, like, well, you had to. You went to York. Uh, no, I didn't. I didn't do it at York. I was a football player. Oh, oh, sorry, big dog. No, not at York. Football second class to the cross country team. <laughs> yeah, it's like a full role reversal of like. Um, yeah. Like in Twenty One Jump Street, the remake. Right, 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 right. right. It's like it yeah. used to be cool that it is. Now it's not. Yeah. Like it's it, at York. It's not cool to be on the football team. Yeah. It's cool to be on the cross country right. team and to be good at it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get it. Well, that's sixty minutes of talking about rich people and poop. Yeah, I feel bad. So it was funny, Christine. I when you're like, oh, this episode's about poop, and I'm like, you know, we got some really great listeners, and I don't know if they're gonna buy into this one, but Christine sent me. Something about Kamala Harris. Mm. And we both agreed. Like, the article was trying to boost Kamala Harris and, like, say, like, she's actually accomplished a lot more than mm. you think. And we both were, like, came to the conclusion 
where no because like one of them was like she's broken 42 ties in the senate it's like so she didn't do anything it's not like it's not like they had 49 democrats and 51 republicans and she got someone to swing and then broke the tie with her vote yeah it was like it's a 50 50 tie big deal yeah she went in there and just said ha 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 why it, I would have been more impressed if she was able to get you know Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema on her side for some of those things like yeah that would have been something to tout yeah but so I when we were talking about poop I was like oh man I hope I hope folks like Christine find the humor in it yeah rather than us just being I'll disgusting. make I'll make sure that I make the uh, the description of this episode very clear it's not very political poop it's, it's it's Kevin talking about. A secret group. Oh, I was looking at the lawsuit later. That's I'm definitely going to read that. Sorry, Mitch Hedberg. I'm probably going to read a lawsuit while I'm editing this. <sighs> I know he's dead, but I was. Gonna... <laughs> I can still apologize. He can hear me. Sorry, Robin Williams. Oh, I'm sorry too, Robin Williams. Yeah. Hedberg was a suicide, right? Or was it, it was overdose? I think he was overdose. Yeah. Google it. I would, but I'm leaning way too far back in my chair right now to reach my computer. Did you know you're supposed to have your legs up when you poo? Yeah, they make that squatty potty. Yeah. Why are we back on poop again? <laughs> Poopa. Poopa. Fucking Ben, I took him to Menards the other day. He's all excited to go shopping with me. So we went to Jewel. And then I had Does to Does go... he get like a special treat when he goes to Jewel? No, he likes just one-on-one time. Yeah. He's sure. a good little dude too, man. Like he he's looking at stuff, he's reading things, he's telling me the price of everything. Nora does that too. Yeah, yeah. So like, I've made her very self-conscious about prices. See, I don't do that to Ben. I'm still in the phase right now. I'm like, well, buddy, listen, Daddy works very hard, so we can do these things. Uh, this bag of chips is like half a table, man. <laughs> I got to serve a table. <laughs> oh, that's a good. Yeah, that's a good thing. Um, but uh, no, we went to Jewel, got all that done with, and then we went to Menards, and I had to pick up new sconces for the outside of the house, and I had to pick up new shutters because. In in the contract for them to do the siding and the roof, like there's certain things included. So like they'll take down the old shutters and they'll put in the shutters again. But you can just give them new ones and they'll just put <coughs> in the new ones. Same thing with the sconces; they have to pull the sconces down anyways. So they're they're like, we're just, we can, if you want new ones, do it now because we'll put them in for you. Yeah. And we were doing that, and we we're walking through Menards, and he's like, "Daddy, I got a poo," and I said, "All right, bud, let's go." So I had just gotten the sconces at this point, so we walk over to the bathroom. That's a giant moth. Um, we go over there, and, like, I just I do my thing. I walk back there, and I said, you want me to wait outside the stall? He said, no, nah, you can come in. So we're sitting in the stall, and he's pooping. And just every so often, he just looks up to me, and he goes, <laughs> Thumbs up. gives me a thumbs up. Like, <laughs> are you done? Nah, I got a little more. <laughs> I love how open he is. <laughs> that happened to us. We were out uh, with some friends, and the other little girl had to go poo. Mm-hmm. And then she was taking a long time. So ma, her mom said, okay, it's time to go back to the table. Like, it's taking long enough. She's like, I'm not done. She's like, you got to go back. She goes back to the table, sits there for like 10 more minutes, and she is like pissed. Mm-hmm. Because she still has more to poo. And I'm like, do you really have more to go? She's like, yeah. Like, I think you should take her. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I guess. She goes back. She poos more. Yeah. I'm like, see, man. But see, I, I'm a I'm a two dayer, at least. Same. So like, I don't have the biggest poos. Mm. You're supposed to poo after every time you eat. I do that. <clears throat> not like directly. It's not like it goes no, right no, through I your know. system. No, I know. But like. It's supposed to be about every time you eat because by the time you're eating again, it's pushing yeah. stuff down and through, and you should be ready to go. I hope you guys have all learned something here today. Hydrate. Hydration is also really dude, important. That's my fourth one of those today. That's dude, a lot. 55 ounces? Dude, I have to pee all the time. Yeah. I got to get back on my water kick. I've been drinking like a normal amount of water. And now that I've had like two small pours of deep eddies, like I'm definitely going to like have to pee way more when I get home. Yeah. You're I'll be like that seal. I mean, not, not really. <coughs> I had two two little sippy poos. We got to do a hot <sighs> ones. We do. Yeah, we'll have to do that. You know, I'm really bummed out. I just ran. I ran out of my fly by Jing, which was like that Asian style oil sauce that we did the, on the last one. Oh, okay. I've been putting that on 
everything is so good. Hmm. Szechuan peppers. But I'll uh, I'll order the new thing. Yeah, we'll talk about it. We'll figure out a time and yeah. make a formal announcement. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a good point. I shouldn't buy it yet because there might be a new season's worth out. Yeah, I think, well, they just finished, or they're finishing a season. Like, they're in the middle yeah. of a season. Okay. Which I think is a new set yeah. that we haven't done. It is, yeah. So it, it doesn't really matter as long as you just do new shit. But I'll look at what's on there because I think there was, like, a couple where I was like, oh. Like, yeah. I like the... I like there to be like some garlic ones, stuff like that. Dude, that unique garlic that yeah. was in the last yeah. one. Yeah, that was tough. Th- and that was, was a, that was a tough one, but it was it's just delicious. Yeah. It's so delicious. Those are the ones, the ones that are higher up like that, those are ones where like if I am having a little bit of pizza at the house, like I'll eat it with that because like the cheese kind of numbs the pain a little bit. Nope. No, 100%. Nope. 100%. Absolutely dude. not. Yeah. Got to do the cheese stick diet. <sighs> well... Rich people, share it. Share it. Yeah, yeah. Share this with rich people. Share it. Share the wealth. Oh, that. Yeah. Sponsor <laughs> a small podcast. Yeah, that would be giving back. You guys share the podcast link, and they share their wealth. That's how it works. Yeah. Everyone's happier. Do good, be great. Love you guys. How you gonna react? We insomniacs, we ain't get no sleep. Break the rules, can't stay on beat. Making moves, running through the streets. A to Z, follow my lead. Saints, that's quo, this is rock and roll. This is how I get on our honor mode. This is bye bye, ta ta, audio. This is all or none, this is all I know. This that I don't know, we try and go. I don't even know, I'm just trying to roll. Me and my friends trying to hit the road, trying to catch a wave, gotta see my soul. Thought I was gone, but I'm back. Why one's on the attack? my moves, added it in there, you, they ain't heard a good news, well this what you gotta do, just break out, I'm a Republican now.